Hi. How are you? Not too bad, and yourself? With all due respect, let's get the small talk. Welcome to Let's Give the Small Talk, a podcast show where we talk about it all, one topic at a time. I'm your host, Tyconis Allison. With that being said, ready, set, stimulate. Let's Give the Small Talk. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to episode 92 of Let's Give the Small Talk. Today, we'll be discussing a very, very influential, and very powerful individual that is known only behind the scenes. Hmm. Now, here's the thing. Everyone that is on the scene knows this person. Ladies and gentlemen, this man is your favorite celebrity's favorite celebrity. From sports to music to film, TV to politics, this man has had his hand in just about everything with everyone for decades. To go ahead and quell your anticipation, I would like to introduce you to the one and only Mr. Clarence Avant, known to many people in the entertainment industry as the Godfather. I would like to name a few people that he's had an impact on in their careers. Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson, Jimmy Carter, Andrew Young, Bill Withers, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, Muhammad Ali, Hank Aaron, Jim Brown. I can continue for a whole nother three minutes naming names of people you know. Because the list goes on and on. Today, I'll be sharing some pretty interesting stories about Mr. Clarence Avant. If you know, you know. Before we kick it off, first, let's talk about the podcast. If you enjoy Let's Skip the Small Talk and you would like to help the podcast reach its fullest potential, then by all means, please do so. All you have to do is simply text this episode link to one person in your phone. Just one. It truly goes a long way. You guys have been doing so. So please, please continue to do so. Thank you. Thank you in advance. All right. Let's kick the show off with a little motivation. Three, two, one. School. Goal season is here. I repeat, goal season is here. First and foremost, I want to give a special shout out to all the goal seekers, all the grinders, everyone striving out there to better their lives. Today, I want to talk to you about the beauty of progression. That's right. I want to talk to you about how beautiful progression is. And here's why. Here's why it's so beautiful. First and foremost, the only way to progress is through effort. 
So we all know what effort means. We don't have to break down what effort means. Effort means putting that work in. Point blank period. In order to progress, you must put that work in. Which is why when you do progress in life, when you do elevate in life, that's why it just feels so good because of everything you've been through to get there. Everything you've been through to get there makes it oh so sweet. If we receive results just placed in the palm of our hand that we didn't work for, not only will we not appreciate it, we also won't have the experience that it took to gain it. Progression is so beautiful. It's so beautiful because it requires effort. It requires sacrifice. It requires you going above and beyond. Elevating is not easy, but we gain two things. Not only do we gain what we aspire to achieve, we also gain the process, the journey. We also prove to ourselves what we can do because we done it. That is the beauty of progression. It's not just about the reward. It's not just about the new car. It's not just about the new house. It's not just about the raise at work. It's not just about the new quality of life. It's not about that. Not only. It's also about what it took to get there. That makes it taste oh, oh so much sweeter. The beauty of progression. All right. With that being said. Let's go ahead and dive right in. Let's get to know the Godfather. Now, who is Clarence Avant? Clarence was born February 25th, 1931 in Greensboro, North Carolina. Then shortly after, he moved to Climax, North Carolina. He is the oldest of eight children. He attended school until the ninth grade. I want you to remember that. The highest education Clarence ever received was ninth grade. In 1947, as a teenager, he moved to New Jersey. Now, here's a story for you. The reason why he moved is because he couldn't stand his stepfather. Him and his stepfather did not get along at all, and one day he put rat poison inside his stepfather's food. And right before his stepfather took a bite, one of his siblings said, don't eat that, and told him why. Mmm. And before you know it, Clarence was off on the next train to New Jersey. Clarence began in the music business in the 1950s as a manager of Teddy P's Lounge in Newark, New Jersey. And that, my friend, is where it all began. The rest was truly history. 
One night at Teddy P's, Clarence met a man named Joe Glazier. Is anyone familiar with the name? Joe Glazier was Louis Armstrong's longtime manager. Louis Armstrong and Joe started an agency in 1943 called Associated Booking Corporation, which still exists today. That night, when Clarence and Joe met, Joe liked Clarence's attitude. He was vibing with his persona. Clarence was a man getting things done at the lounge. And Joe offered him a job. He said, hey, Clarence, how about you come be an agent for me at my brand new agency? Clarence said, mm, being an agent isn't for me. Mm-mm, that's not for me. So instead, Joe brought him in as a manager. Clarence went on to manage many jazz players, R&B singers, and musicians. Once he made his way into the entertainment industry, he made it a point to meet as many people as he can. He was very big on relationships. Very, very, very big on relationships. Clarence was a king of networking. As he liked to say, he has many, many, many friends all over the world. Clarence was also not afraid to speak up. And he'll tell you with the quickness, if you don't ask for anything, You won't get anything. He went on and he found two record labels, Sussex Records and Taboo. Through them, he blessed the world with timeless music from Bill Withers, Sixto Rodriguez, and Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. From the song Lean On Me that he chose as the single for Bill Withers to put in young Janet Jackson in the studio with the two young producers, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. And they went on to make her third studio album, Control, which put Janet Jackson on the map. Control has sold over 10 million copies worldwide. That, my friend, is what we call diamond. Janet Jackson went diamond. Whoever you talk to, that's what Clarence was known for. Putting people together. Like I said, he, my friend, is the king of networking. I give you another story, if you don't believe me. When the Cleveland Browns owner, Art Modell, wanted to make a documentary about his own team, there was one player who said he did not want to have any part of it. Mm-mm-mm. Can anyone guess who that might be? You guessed it. The most famous Cleveland Brown of all. The most famous Cleveland Brown of all time. And arguably one of the most famous football players of all time. That's right. Jim Brown. Jim Brown. One day, Clarence received a call and someone asked him to go talk with Jim Brown. See what you can do so we can get this documentary moving forward. We can't have a documentary about the Cleveland Browns and then not include Jim Brown. Clarence didn't know who Jim Brown was, but he reached out to him and he set up a meeting. And during that meeting, he asked Jim, 
Do you want to be in movies? See, he wanted to know what Jim wanted. That's the thing about negotiating. If you want something from somebody, you need to know what they want. Jim said, yeah, he want to be in movies. He want to be in Hollywood. Clarence promised to get him in movies if he went along with the documentary. Next thing you know, Jim Brown went on to star in dozens. That's plural. Dozens of movies. And if you want to be exact, over 50 movies Jim Brown has played in. And it all started with Clarence. It all started with Clarence. I got another story for you. When Hank Aaron, oh, Hank Aaron, when he was on the verge of breaking Babe Ruth's home run record. That's right. Babe Ruth hit 714 when Aaron was on pace to knock it out the park. Clarence called him and he said, Hank, you need endorsement deals now. Before you hit number 715. Because if you don't, you won't have any leverage. All the attention you're getting right now, Hank, you need to be getting paid for it. So, with Hank Aaron playing in Atlanta for the Atlanta Braves, Clarence walked into the Coca-Cola headquarters in downtown Atlanta. And he told the CEO straight to his face, African-American people drink Coke too. At that time, as you can imagine, they wasn't marketing to us. Mm -mm. Many of companies wasn't marketing to us. Oh, but Clarence, Clarence had a hand in changing all of that. Best believe it. By the end of the day, Hank Aaron received a call from his agent saying that Coke wanted to offer him an endorsement deal and would pay him three times as much as any deal that he has received before. That was Clarence for you. Clarence had the power of persuasion. See, he wanted to help people make bigger and better moves. Now, we all know actions speak louder than words. Soon, everyone in film, TV, sports, music, politics, yes, politics, Jimmy Carter had the help of Clarence Avant. Andrew Young had the help of Clarence Avant. Barack Obama had the help of Clarence Avant. Clarence, my friend. Clarence. He's the real deal. It's a reason why they all refer to him as the Godfather. If you ask Clarence, who is still with us today at the lovely age of 90 years old, if you ask him, Clarence, what was your motivation? He would say he just wanted to simply push the African-American community forward. However, the way he wanted to push us forward was from behind the scenes. See, Clarence stood up to MGM. Clarence stood up to ABC. And he spoke on the behalf of the community. Let me give you one more story. Anybody remember Soul 
Train. Oh, yes, Soul Train, the popular music television show. Soul Train was on the map. Everybody wanted to get on Soul Train, and our community loved it. It was one of our top television shows. Anybody remember Dick Clark, American Bandstand? Dick Clark wanted to rival Soul Train, and he wanted to start Soul Unlimited. And he wanted it to come on right after American Bandstand. So all the millions of viewers that just watched American Bandstand would now tune into Soul Unlimited. That's what Dick Clark wanted. Clarence Avant walked in to the television studio headquarters and told them Soul Unlimited will not premiere. You will not let Dick Clark make that show. Soul Train. Is for us, and no one will emulate it or take it away from us. See, Clarence had no problem with speaking with his chest and his chin up to whoever, no matter how rich you were, no matter the position you held, no matter the color or complexion of your skin. Clarence did not play. He was well respected for that matter. See, Clarence, he was no big guy. He was no bruiser. But when he spoke, he meant business. Which is why everyone, everyone reached out to him. I want to tell you what a few people think about Clarence. Few people that you know. Cicely Tyson said, you only find one of those people. Clarence has the uncanny ability To get things done. President Barack Obama said. There's the power. That needs the spotlight. But there's also the power. Behind the scenes. And that power. Was Clarence. Vice President Kamala Harris said. Clarence. Was a maker of history. Diddy said. He became a mentor. For all of us. He became. The Godfather. And that he was. Clarence Avant is the Godfather. With that being said, it's time to jump into our next segment. Have a treat. As you know, each and every episode, I recommend something for you to read, something for you to watch, something for you to do, because you deserve to treat yourself. You absolutely do. You deserve to take some time out for yourself. Hey, guys, 30 minutes, an hour, 15 minutes, whatever you can do, please set some time out for yourself. It's very important. I can't stress it enough. Okay? Go ahead. Grab a fork because it's time for a treat. What I recommend that you watch is a documentary on Netflix called The Black Godfather. Everything I just told you plus more, you can see it with your own two eyes and hear from the man himself, Mr. Clarence Avant. The Black Godfather not only chronicles his life, but it includes everyone speaking on their perspective of their interaction with Clarence. From Quincy Jones, which is Clarence's best friend, to Jamie Foxx 
to John Platt, who is the CEO of Sony Music, Cicely Tyson. There's so many people that chimed in. So many people because he helped out so many people. So watch it for yourself. It's on Netflix. It's called The Black Godfather. And after you watch it, you can read the book, The Black Godfather, the story of Clarence Avant. That's right. Written by Clarence Avant himself. That's right, guys. So not only can you watch and learn all about Clarence Avant, you can also read about it for yourself, where he goes into much, much more detail about all the people he has helped and his journey, his journey in the entertainment industry that led to him being one of the most influential people behind the scenes, not only in TV, film, and music, but in sports and politics as well. Once again, check it out. The Black Godfather. All right. Now for something to do. What I recommend that you do, it is heating up, guys. The temperature is rising. What I recommend that you do is go for a swim. Go for a swim. Get that exercise. Work your body. Make your heart smile and enjoy. And most importantly, cool off. Cool off, my friend. All right. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, please send it to one person on your phone so they can enjoy it as well. So they can now know about the Godfather, Clarence Avant. You know, we always wonder who is making the calls and pushing the buttons behind the scenes. Now we know one of those people. Clarence Avant. That's right. Thank you so much for listening. I deeply appreciate it. Before you leave, I want to leave you with this quote from the Godfather himself. Life begins with a number and it ends with a number. It's all about numbers. Thank you.